purr. No Lana, but purr anyway. No Lana, but purr regardless. Abort. Because she's sick. Abort. Thank she's you. sick, so she would want us to, you know, okay. celebrate her in, in her absence. We celebrate her regardless. She said, oh, last week I had to do the episode by myself? Okay, I'm gonna be sick this week, and I'm not gonna do it. Y'all wanted a twist, eh? <laughs> Come on, Dragula season five, let's get sickening, literally. Let's get it. In not a fun over way. With. Uh, anyway. Let's get it over with. Hello, uglies, and welcome to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we put the real and the tea in reality, and you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy, I say something gay. Gay, and I, as soon as it cools down, because the water in my mug is literally still kind of boiling, I will be drinking some lemon ginger tea with honey, because I might be losing my voice. And that's not good for anyone involved in this podcast. So, yeah. Um, I've got this. So as soon as it cools down, I will be gladly consuming that. But if I was drinking something out of a smaller mug, obviously it would be in my cup mug. Which I was using earlier today. I left mine in my dishwasher. In the cup mug. Uh, A dishwasher is a great place to keep your cup mug because it is dishwasher safe. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you... And you could get yours and our other cup merch at lanagecreations.etsy.com. Link in the description below. And we do ship both in the U.S. and internationally. So there are no excuses. And we're looking at you, ghouls. Yeah. Looking at yeah. you, uh, people who have Shutter subscriptions. Yeah. Um, hi, everybody. It's Brooke. I'm a real-life Funko Pop because my head is huge. And uh, I also have my cup mug, although it is currently empty because what I'm currently drinking is a nice cool bottle of Canada Dry. Um, And, you know, I have feelings. I have lots of feelings. I have mad gigantic feelings about this uh, season of Dracula, but also this particular episode of Dracula. Uh, If you can read my header, I want to punch things. Oh, good. Jack. And hi, I'm Jack. I'm a college student, and yeah, no, this season is just exhausting at this point. Like, politely, I get that drama exists. This isn't drama, this is one-sided attacks at this point, where if someone else decides to respond... That's wrong. Anyway. So, so just before we even get into anything, because I, I just want to go ahead and address this very quickly. Okay. We have had to deal with it for five out of the six episodes this season. Because the first episode was kind of, you know, more focused on everybody getting in and like the introductions of the show. Right. We didn't really have to deal with it too much there. We have had five episodes of people at minimum being hateful to JK. And at worst, bullying JK. Let, let's call a spade a spade. Um, and we mentioned it last week. They made it to the halfway point last week. We've had to deal with a half of a season of this, right? This is also coming off the back of season four, where we had to do the same thing with Sigourney. To a lesser extent, but the same thing happening to Sigourney, 
right? Because there were at least people taking up for Sigourney on season four. Nobody has taken up for JK this season. And as someone who follows JK on socials, it seems to me like the only people who are particularly close with JK out of this cast now are Onyx and Anna. So I wonder look, why. Yeah, I, I don't wonder why at all. I'm not even going to pretend. Um, this has been painful to watch. Very painful. Um, and, you know, we've talked about it for a long time. When Dragula first burst on the scene, specifically with season two, though, it really felt like a quality alternative to Drag Race, right? Where Drag Race had become overproduced and, you know, shifted a little bit away from its original messaging. Dragula felt like it was on that original messaging of like trying to provide a showcase for drag performers who are into horror drag. I mean, literally, we've had, you know, Fantasia this season. We had Jade last season of people who aren't even typically associated with horror, but are just talented drag artists coming to show what they can do in this format. And it felt refreshing and it felt natural and it felt raw. This doesn't, if this feels raw, but it does not feel refreshing or natural anymore. Yeah. Um, and that is just my perspective on that. We'll get into the specifics later because I know we're going to talk about it this episode, but it hurts. It's, it's very painful to watch. While I completely agree with you, I just looked at Jack's headline and now I want to scream. Yeah. And before we get into everything with this episode, make sure to subscribe to the channel because we're here almost every day of the week giving you almost everything drag related. And also, whatever this content is below me. Um, (laughs) What has two wheels and a big vertical handlebar? A segue. Um, So So, we come (laughs) into the long table room. The next day, everyone is like, oh my god, who do you think is coming back from the extermination? And everyone knows that Anna went home. And then guess what? Mia walks in and everyone cheers. Yay! Anna did not have a leg left in the competition. It was kind of just filler. I want to say, because none of us were here last week to talk about Monsters of Rock, which I think is just so funny, by the way. And Lana held down the fort for us last week, and I appreciate her for it. Um, I was re- I was not surprised in the slightest that Anna went home. I was very upset though, because I've I've followed her for years. And the moment that I was like, oh my god, she finally got on Dragula. I'm so excited for her. And I just feel like she got in her own way. And I, I hate it. I really I hate mean, it. Let, let's call a spade a spade, though. Um, this is my least favorite recurring extermination we get. Um, because to me, okay, the tattoo is a cool idea, right? And the idea of like you get a tattoo, cool, right? Tattoos are painful as someone who has a few of them. You know, it, it is what it is. But I, it aggravates me whenever we have these exterminations where it's just get a tattoo, right? And it's the trashiest tattoo and the other person is supposedly going home, right? And they get given a pre-selected list of tattoos they can get, 
right? They could put it wherever, right? All this other mess. But, like, why did Anna, you know, I mean, in my opinion, a, a tramp stamp, significantly trashier than getting it where uh, Neo did, like, traditionally. I mean, obviously, they're not going to send Neo home unless she, like, straight up yeah, does not it, do the extermination. But this is the type of extermination on the show that I absolutely hate, where two people can complete the extermination, both do it. I'll even argue that Neo was, like, in, like, verbally in more pain than Anna, right? Yeah. And, like, showing it more than Anna was. Anna was chill, right? Yeah. And Anna still goes home, even though she did what she was supposed to do. That's why I get aggravated with this show when it comes to some of these exterminations. <laughs> because, like, Onyx, yeah. yeah, Cynthia got more maggots over, right? Um, with the freaking lip sync, yeah, JK beat Jarvis, right? Um, and, you know, that's part of the reason we don't really complain about lip syncs on Drag Race too much in terms of, like, them existing. Because, yeah. for the most part, I don't want to call it fair, but at least it makes sense, right? There's a logical, there's a logical and also visual medium that we can use mm -hmm. in determining who should be eliminated and who should win the lip sync. Exactly. And I mean, Dracula has always felt incredibly subjective. They even say drag is art, art is subjective. And while I while I do respect the Boulets for their opinions, because I think I would say probably at least 85% of the time, I tend to agree with the decisions of the Boulets because I think they they are some of the more fair judges that we've seen over the course of our five seasons plus Titans and Resurrection of Dragula. I, I tend to see them as fairer judges than other judging panels we see on drag programs what i will say is the one thing they've always been is incredibly subjective and the difficulty is they are not only the hosts but they are also the producers in a very active producing way whereas rupaul is the executive producer of rupaul's drag race but there's a lot of other producers going around also producing the show with the Boulets and with Dracula, it's just the Boulets. They have one other person, and he's Ian's not even a producer. He's, I believe, still technically called the showrunner. So, like, it just comes down to there is a smaller pool of people influencing the decision that is made. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we, we are seeing. And I would say, honestly, last week's extermination and this week's extermination both felt like we're going to put someone in the bottom that the Boulets really like to send the other person home. Yeah. Now, am uh, I mad? Am I mad at the uh, extermination itself this week? Absolutely not. And we will talk about it. Agreed. Me too. Because this it one made sense. Yeah. One, yes. Plus, one of the most iconic moments in Dragula history for me. And we'll talk about it. But, we'll talk yeah. about it. Neo comes in, they're all talking, they're chatting. Fantasia yeah. thinks they're boning, etc. They are. They have I, to be. I, I, I'm kidding. You know, I'm just, you know. Mm -hmm. If not uh, during the filming of the show, definitely after. Right after. Yeah. Definitely mm -hmm. after. It didn't matter. And you, and you know what? Good for them. Power to you. 
And then we devolve into our regularly scheduled JK hate segment. No, this is a higher level of JK hate than we have seen for most of the season. I but it's the regularly scheduled JK hate segment. Yep. Um, you know, we we have given Orc Gothic a bit of a pass for these past few weeks because, quite frankly, there has been... One, we weren't here last week, but, it, you know, last week was fine. Nobody was very mean to JK. A few people were, but not too many, right? Um, and for the most part, we've kind of just, you know, like, moved on a little bit, I felt like. And then we get Orc Gothic telling JK that they are taking someone else's spot who deserves to be here. And in that moment, I I think that might be the most angry I have been all season, even more angry than the drink incident. Um, because who are you to say that about somebody? One, right? But two, you have the same amount of wins at this point, you know? You've been in the bottom once. Jay's been in the bottom twice as of now, right? Oh, my God. So, huge difference there, right? Um, I just... How are we at a point where, like, the microaggressions that were coming out in this segment as well, which I will say I am white. I do not have the ability to speak on all of that. But from what I have seen from my uh, BIPOC people on Twitter and in the Discord talking about it as well, obviously not good stuff. Um, I'm mad that this was allowed to continue going on to me. Um, yeah. th- that, this is now at the point to me where I'm like, somebody should have stepped in and said something. Um, and you know who stepped in and said something? Throb! Because of course, of course, Throb stepped in and said something and made it worse. Um, yeah. It just, every single time this scene could have gotten worse, it did. And literally the only thing that was fun about the scene was it ending. Uh, I mean, it just at this point, the entire season is ragging on JK. And when they try and respond, then that's an issue. And it it is straight up bullying. And it's not fun to watch. When when people have banter back and forth, it's fine. Whether it's directly thought of or not, this is not banter. This is people just directly attacking someone else. And it's exhausting. And I'm pretty sure that the remaining episodes of the season are going to be pretty light on drama... Because the two targets they had being Anna and JK are both gone. So what the fuck else are they going to talk about? Well, I mean, at this point, look, if I have learned anything in my infinite amount of years watching reality TV at this point is what it feels like. Whenever people who are bullying people get their target out, one of two things happen. They exist in a brief period of kumbaya before more drama sprouts up between them and it turns into actually good quality reality TV drama, or they pick a new target. Mm. And I hope, 
you know, as mean as, I'll be honest, at least four of the people that are left in this competition have been this season and how hateful and awful they have been to people this season. I hope it does not happen to any of them because nobody should be having to go through this. This is something that should not be happening, right? How are we, you know, six seasons into Dracula plus a special, how are we still having this recurring and people talking about it like it's drama and like whatever? It's not drama. You want to watch good freaking drama on Dracula? Go watch season three. Like, hell, even go watch season two. Right, season three is iffy, but season two—that's where you're going to get good drama at. This is not drama, and this is the same conversation that we would have had and was happening on Twitter when season four was airing, right? Because we had to talk about the Sigourney of it all, and we did talk about it when it briefly happened to Erica on Titans. <laughs> like, I'm so sick and tired of this kind of thing happening. On Dragula, because it, as far as we know, has not been happening on Drag Race, right? Like, there's been, like, season 15 of Drag Race was shady, right? People were throwing shade back and forth at each other. Some people threw more than others. But for the most part, from what we've been able to tell postseason, it seems like they're getting along pretty well as a cast. Oh, uh, yeah, and that, And that nobody's taken any long-term thing from it. Um, Except Princess here, Poppy, because she quit drag. Well, yeah, but, you know. Oh well. Um but Oh no. Such a loss for the drag community. I'm so devastated. I thought we didn't I'm talk about Floopy anymore. Broken. I'm here's what I'm gonna say on this, because I don't wanna say too much, because I'm just gonna get angry again. And I don't wanna do that today for my mental health personally, and I don't think it would be entertaining to we are sitting here, three white people. We are not people of color, unless one of these two motherfuckers hasn't told me something. <laughs> no, I can promise you now, I am as white as a piece of fucking bread. Me so too. it's not going anywhere. 99% European, I think, for my ancestors. Oh, dear God, no, I'm so sorry, honey. Yeah, so three white people. <laughs> so we are sitting three here as white. three white people. Three white queer people. Um, we are not going to sit here, and specifically as, as I'm the one currently discussing things, and neither of y'all have done this either. I'm not going to sit here and talk about Black issues. Like, I know what Black issues are like, because I don't know what that's like, and I will never know what, the, what that's like. What I will say on the matter of this is, as someone who has watched enough reality TV and has listened as much as I possibly can to my Black siblings. What I've recognized throughout this season is that there have been constant, I'm going to just say constant, microaggressions directed at JK throughout this season, in my opinion. I tend to also, I, I've noticed that my opinion is also typically the opinion of most of my Black siblings as well as other people that I've seen online talking about this. I don't understand why we are in 2023 and we are producing television and we are letting this happen. I don't understand why this 
was allowed to continue. I don't understand why season after season, year after year, we still, in a queer space, on a queer reality TV show, why are we still having to talk about racism? When that should be the last thing happening to anyone in the queer community. We got enough bullshit to handle from people outside of our community. Why are we doing this in our community? It makes no fucking sense. It's disrespectful. It's hateful. And it's racist. So with that, I'm going to say, fuck Throb Zombie and fuck Orgotic. And I'm going to acknowledge them as much as I absolutely have to this season. I mean, we can, in my opinion, we can also go ahead and add a quick little fuck you, Cynthia, at all. Um, from yeah. Some recurring things that have happened this season, too. And, you know, we lost Jarvis a few weeks ago, right? Yeah. Jarvis never really contributed to it, but didn't exactly say anything. Neither did Anna, but Anna's also kind of quiet, you know. Onyx was gone before anything really happened. And, I mean, Satana was just kind of there for most of the season when she was there. Like, we, we are, like, it, the, the thing that makes me irritated, which, sorry, quick spoiler alert, okay. But you're going to know by the end of the episode anyway, I don't care. We are now living in a situation where the people were right. Yeah. And like and like how it's gonna be portrayed in the edit was that they were right and that JK didn't deserve to be there. And that makes me angry. That makes yeah. me mad. It I, I'm fuming. Like I how are you going to put this show together, right? Because this is an edited 60 minute every week show. Right? This got filmed months ago. It's not like Big Brother with the live feeds. Mm-hmm. You know who the top three to four are gonna be. You know who's gonna make it to the end. And you know who you want the fans to rally behind? How are you going to edit the show this way, knowing what's going to happen and knowing how it happens? Because now I, I'm not rooting for anyone in the top six outside of like Blackberry and Fantasia. And because of the edit the two of them have gotten, I don't think either one of them are winning either. So because of that, I now have to live in a world where either Orc Throb, Neo, God forbid Cynthia win the season, which that probably isn't happening I, either. And that makes me fuming. It. Yeah. And, and and that and that makes me fuming. I'm fuming. It it very much unfortunately feels like the bullies win the season. Yeah. And it feels like unfortunately there is heavy heavy favoritism on this season that promoted certain people as automatically right in the situation because they had more polished or more extravagant drag or a more unique drag style. I mean, when you do this, I mean, when you do the same silhouette every week, it's probably hard not to polish it. Yeah. And I'm just saying you're not wrong. Um, it's, it's exhausting because genuinely 
it feels like there is an obvious top three at this point. And we are just literally from the top eight episode, there's an obvious top three. They're going to give a couple other people some light spotlights, but I'm very confident in the fact that the top three of this season is going to be Neohudu or Gothic, and then maybe either Fantasia or Blackberry. That's the only outcome that I reasonably see. I mean, and... I can see Throb as well. But, like, the, the thing that makes me mad is that none of those outcomes will be satisfying. It, it it really reminds me of, like, honestly, this is probably the closest we've gotten to, like, a season three of Drag Race situation going on. But the only difference there was it was groups of people and they were going at each other, right? And that's why we love season three of Drag Race was because there was a group of people who were kind of, you know, with the Heathers, you know, they were the villains, obviously. At least in how the show portrayed them, they were the villains. And granted, two of the Heathers made it to the end of the show. One of them won, right? But it always felt like the the boogers like were able to get things back on the Heathers because they sent Delta and they sent Carmen home, right? Um, here, JK got Jarvis out, I guess, through a lip sync. Great. JK won a challenge. Awesome. But they had to know we were going to want JK to succeed. They had to know we were going to be rooting for them every single step of the way to the end based on how they edited this season. Who do we have to root for at this point? Because Fantasia, Fantasia and Blackberry. But the thing is, Fantasia, she's been on the show, but for the most part, her edit has just been mostly about who she is as a person and not really about her drag aesthetic as it relates to Dragula, right? Like, as much as I love her to death, and you know I do, right? Yeah. They haven't really given her a winner's edit or even a finale edit to me. And then Blackberry, who is Blackberry in the context of the show? Like, again, love what we have seen of Blackberry, right? Outside of the little Anna tiff that happened. But... Blackberry just, uh, no, not spoiling, but Blackberry is finally getting into the competition now where you could say, like, Blackberry would have a shot of making it further. But we haven't been shown anything to indicate that. And now, knowing that, like, Neo has been high every week, but episode five, every single week, Orc has been high pretty much every episode except for episode three. And this episode. And this episode. Well, I'm not talking about this episode. I'm just saying in general, like, up until yeah. this point. Throb has pretty consistently either been high or safe, has never been low, I don't think, um, up until this point, right? All three of them have a win. We can pretty much assume that at least two of them are making it to the end at this point. And it's baffling to me how they would look at this and say, like, because even the Boulets talked about it on their podcast. They don't know why this was happening to JK. They have no idea. And the fact that they saw this happening, and there are multiple people that work on that set, right? Because the Boulets aren't there every minute of every day. Obviously, they're not. But some people knew this was happening, and nobody did anything to stop it, whether that be another contestant, whether that be a producer, anything, right? And now the edit has had to show what the outcome of that was. 
And I'm, I just, I do not know how we're, how I'm going to make it through these last two episodes. I'll be honest. It's going to be tough. Um, and I mean, I'm not going to not watch because I do have two people that are left on this cast. And I'm like, yeah, I, I want you to win. Because now, if Blackberry or Fantasia do not win, I don't know how I'm going to cope with that. <laughs> so, uh, by drinking heavily, that's what I'm going to be doing. Drinking heavily out of my cup mug. Out of my cup um, yes. no, Drinking copious amounts of ginger ale heavily. <laughs> there we go. I'm by me. Make it advertiser friendly. Um, <laughs> I love how we haven't even... This is like part one of the bullshit that happens during this episode. Because we have a whole separate segment later on of additional bullshit. Do you want to just... Jack... Do you want to just talk about the additional bullshit now? Because I don't yeah, care. Talk about the additional bullshit. You speak um, on it, my darling love. Simply put, um, JK is kind of tired at this point. And pulls Throb aside and is like, hey. So, 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 are you quick note. We forgot to mention what had happened beforehand, which was they basically had a thing where they're like, if you got to choose who would go home next, who would you pick, right? Uh, and that that's what caused the Orgotic incident. Um, Throb said JK, right? Yeah, out of the Which well, caught me know. off guard, I'll be honest, because, you know, uh, episode two, right, they had that little thing. And then episode three, it seemed like they had patched things up and had become, like, friendly, Right. I don't think that happened. <laughs> I think that I, I think that I yeah. Think it uh, I think it, so... I think it's definitely taken out of context here because what ends up happening in the cauldron, like in the room where they do the cauldron. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so J.K. looking at all of it says, "The fuck, you were kind of here for me. What just happened?" And Rob and Throb goes, yeah, this is a game. That that wasn't game at that point. That was JK being like, I thought you were really the only person in here who had my back to any degree. And now you're throwing me to the wolves out of nowhere. And Throb basically just says yes, and that's where the conversation ends. JK loses the only person left in the competition who's directly there for them. And that's it. And that's the conversation. Like, as a viewer, how are you supposed to respond to this other than going, this is fucked? Because JK didn't do anything wrong. Besides... We, we've seen it all season, though. That's what we've been saying all season long. The only thing that I can think of that anyone has had any sort of, like, feelings about that I could this much understand was when JK flipped everybody off at the end of the lipstick. And guess what? They haven't talked about that all week. Didn't talk about that once. The only person that actually even spoke on that period was Cynthia. Nobody else commented on it. Um, and like JK said, if you're mad about getting flipped off, you're probably not that big of a monster anyway. Right? 
like, JK is the most patient human being I have ever seen in my entire life. And has to have the biggest will anyone ever. Because how do you sit through this, right? Not only do you have a question that I think is a very important question to ask here of, hey, I thought we were good. What's going on, right? To, well, we know now that Anna and Onyx were JK's closest friends in the competition. So JK really has nobody, right? And then have to deal with Throb trying to freaking gaslight you into thinking you were wrong because that happened too because Throb basically was like if you and I were in extermination would you not send me home and Jake is like yeah but that's not the context of what we're talking about right and then Throb keeps on going and going and going and trying to gaslight JK into admitting that they were wrong but like if Throb had said look I have your back but I have to tell them that because they're, they might come for me if I'm not coming for you. That would make sense to me. That would have been the only reasonable explanation that Throb could have said in that moment that I would have been okay with. Right? But now, like, <laughs> I... It was... This is probably one of... Not even probably. This is probably the most brutal episode of any reality show that I have watched since, like, Big Brother 21. I'll be honest. It was that bad to me. Um, In terms of all of this, we have had... Like, this season has been hard. But I am... God, it's just awful. It was awful, and it was terrible, and fuck Throb, because that was added on to it for no reason, and it made it even worse. Yeah, so basically, <sighs> this season's drama is bullshit, and this time around, it's not centered around a love triangle that we don't want to hear about. It's centered around one person who is randomly being targeted every single episode, and thankfully... At least that is fucking gone at the end of this episode. I don't anyway, even think with so. all that said, with all that fucking said, because God, this is exhausting. Yeah, uh, so the theme this episode is Pleasure Planet wait, X. Which wait, is... wait for it, Jack. I have to click the button. Oh my God. Attention competitors. Oh my Attention God. competitors. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay. And I also have the slideshow to bring up. So, so Pleasure Planet right. X, they have to design alien sex worker outfits is basically the, the problem. Bitch, I loved this floor show theme. Okay. I was like, the, you theme. the, the theme. theme. The theme. Emphasis on the theme. The concept put forth by the Boulet brothers, Drakmorda, and Swan Thula, and not the execution. Because I'm going to be honest, this is the overall weakest floor show I have ever seen on a Dragula season. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was, it was very unclear. Somehow. Uh, yeah, that, okay, I'll, I will say, from what they described to them... Versus what they were looking for, I don't think it was totally clear. I agree I with do you. Th 
I think well, the biggest problem for me was that they said they wanted sex worker in space, right? Yep. That's all the, the prompt they gave, right? So to me, that's like a wide open four show idea that you can kind of take however you want. And I think to me, the people that succeeded at that were the people who took it in a certain direction that wasn't just like, I don't know, show up Cynthia Doll's picture <laughs> and then we'll be good. Um, but like, like the people that succeeded to me, like Fantasia and Blackberry, were the people who, in my opinion, did the prompt, right? But I guess the prompt wasn't entirely clear to some people. It was, it was sex worker in space, but it must be sexy. And that part, that part wasn't clear because obviously some people took it in more camp routes. But also, Blackberry won because they took it in a camp route. I Spoiler! Oh my god, Spoiler! I, look... Uh, I don't whatever. care. It's fine. The, I mean, uh, on top of yeah, that, though, we are, make any sense. Well, I mean, on top of that, there is some very questionable judging this episode, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's first yeah. talk about the Boulets and their best Monet Exchange cosplay. I literally thought the exact same thing. When get they out. out! No, like, it's Monet Exchange, it's and be and it's. But literally, I honestly think it could have been. Oh, Brooke really said, "Get out." It is. It's stupid. Brooke said, get out. I said, okay, bye, I guess. God. Brooke said they're internet throttled. Um. Work. (laughs) Um, No, because um, the runway theme for that design challenge was like something Martian. So like, honestly, the Boulets are camp enough to reference Drag Race without referencing Drag Race. And I am 100% down to the red quilted fabric that these bodysuits are made out of i am a hundred percent convinced this is a monet exchange reference body like a supernova shines up the stars no wrong <laughs> listening no i know i i'm aware but that was also a monet exchange lipstick that was also galaxy themed it was on brand and it made sense <laughs> no <laughs> How dare you? No. Um, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> anyway. Got... Yay. Pleasure Planet X. Ooh. But also at random points, they drop the X because... Whatever. Why not? So this so this floor show was both the floor show presentation, which... Uh, I'll talk about it in a second. And then their little, like, tagline sex worker little whatever presentation did y'all notice this felt like a drag race runway this did because they Mm -hmm. fully showed everybody walking and then they walked to the back and then the next part i was like oh this is in i kind of liked it i'm not gonna lie i kind of liked it because i have a problem i have a big issue when like the boulets go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth on like popping in all of the looks and that I don't know my eye doesn't know where to go so honestly this was kind of very pleasing for my ADHD and I did not mind it in the slightest I mean on top of that too we forgot to mention the other part of this challenge which is where they have to like brand and sell themselves to prospective uh I I I I just said that 
Oh, I missed that part. Oops. You did. My brain was distracted. Um, Clearly. Yeah, I'm a bit of an animal. Okay, um, let's, just, let's just talk about all of these. First up, Throb Zombie. Boot. I am going to disagree with you there because I'm going to look objectively at this look and I actually don't think this is a bad look. See, this... to, for me, right, just as it, as for me, right, I get space. I don't really get sex worker out of it until she does the black hole thing at the end. Like, uh, uh, he, sorry, uh, other than that, like I just, I don't know. It just didn't hit for me. Like, I, I like the outfit. I actually think Throb looks pretty good. It's just it didn't read Sex Worker to me. I mean, I got the Sex Worker part pretty quick. Of that. I think what got it for me pretty quickly is the thigh-high boots and just the very presenting look. I think it this this look did fit the theme and I think it worked and I think this is honestly the second best look of the night all things considered that's where it stops yeah I I actually thought the execution of this was pretty strong it's not the best throb look of the season but when you have the, the cod piece in the front and the black hole in the back, like that gave me sex worker. And like the concept is, um, the concept is strong enough. Plus I do love that he blended this very like mask concept with this kind of hyper femme presentation. Um, and I liked that we saw both sides of it. So, like, I, I concept, great. Execution, leaving a bit to be desired. But I do agree. I loved the thigh-high boots that were included with this. So, overall, I think I would agree with you. I think this was the second strongest. That's not saying much, though. But I would say this really was the second strongest look of the night. Score. Score. I'm going to go with... Go Ooh. for it. 60. Okay. 85. 78. <sighs> Next up is Orkotic. Wearing basically the same fucking thing he's worn every week. I did not get Alien... I, like the guest judge, got crustacean. Um, it was giving me, uh, I don't know if anyone here is a South Park fan, but with the crabs in South Park, it was very much giving me South Park crab. Um, looking at, uh, like, the only thing about this outfit I even remotely enjoy is the face. I think the face is really cool to look at. Um, and I think outside of that, I am wildly unentertained um i'm sick of what got it getting a pass for having the same freaking boots on every week no one else has been doing that well and drac got a little mad about it in this episode i was like thank god drac is finally pissed yeah because we okay so two weeks ago we were covering the monsters of rock episode okay 
I did call uh, Ort for the boots, okay? And as a commenter uh, prompted to me in the comments, said something to the effect of, they aren't the same kind of boot. And I was like, okay, again, I am not the most fashion-forward person on this panel, okay? I am yeah. not able to look at a boot and tell the difference immediately, especially in the screenshots we have. What I can say, though, is the repetitive use of the same boot, because it has been these boots or a platform variant of these boots every week, is annoying. Uh, and I'm over it, and I'm sick and tired of seeing them, because part of the fun of Dracula is being able to change it up and, like, show off your different sides of your drag, and because Orc hasn't really done that, like, at all. Hell, even in the freaking Monsters of Rock episode last week, the other three got made over into Orc Gotics instead of Orc Gothic meshing with them into uh. making their own little thing. Granted, they were the better group, obviously, but it's irritating that we are continuing to see Orgonic favoritism this season. And uh, Orc should have been at the bottom this week. For me. I just... Is the alien part the part that looked because the directions are different? It The, the, the cell is that... They take your skin to have sex with. This is the easily the most confusing fit of the night. And for Orc not to have been in the bottom two makes no sense to me. You could have fit this into multiple other categories before you go to sex worker in space. This does not fit visually. Unless you directly know that it is sex worker in space. You would not get there from the jump. And that's the thing that fucks with, fucks with me about this look. In addition, it's the same goddamn orc silhouette we've seen for six weeks now. Why does everyone else have to put out different silhouettes? every single time or have some things changed all that's really changing for orc is maybe some texture and the color well i mean i would like to give orc a few things here it's not necessarily that like when you push orc away and you turn off the light and you just have that shadowy silhouette it always looks exactly the same like it does on drag race where people will wear like the same corset and whatever style of thing on top of it right here, it's literally just, we have seen some variant of extravagant headpiece on the top that usually pokes out both sides, something in the middle to kind of add some extra direction in the center, these boots, and then the face and the actual coloring is different, right? That's what the repetitive is. It's not always the silhouette. It's that there's no difference in what I'm getting. I hear orgonic. This is the type of thing I'm expecting. But that's not a good thing because I'm seeing it every week, right? I like the fact that we have people on this season like, I don't know, I'll be real, like JK, who are showing off different sides of their drag to a point where it's not expected. Blackberry is the same way. You never really know exactly what you're going to get when they come out, and I really appreciate that about their drag. There's no one-note copy-paste, which is what I'm feeling from our product right now. Yeah. It is, it, it feels like 
this different palette swaps of the same character versus different characters. That's probably the best way to put it. Yeah, I agree. Is the black latex bodysuit supposed to act like? Is it supposed to mimic like a green screen effect? I don't like, is know. Is that what's happening? Because I keep looking at it. Because I I know we saw a lot of stuff from Orc when we did our Instagram review video. There was a lot of stuff that was like similar to this. The look that I picked for Orc was a look very similar to this, where the entire background was black and. Um, it made it so that the it was like almost like a green screen effect. And if that's what he's trying to do here, I get it. I think or I think what I've determined personally is that I just feel like Orgotic is a much better visual artist and uh, film artist as opposed to live performance artist and that's fine but he should be judged the same way that all of the other monsters are judged and he's not and that's just point blank period score yeah. go for it a five because I like the face I would Go right around there. 13. Oh, I'm pleading. Work, Diva. I'm pleading. I don't give a fuck anymore. Bye. It's time to talk about the titties! Yay! Can we please just... Okay, I'm not even going to talk about the look yet. How the fuck was this in the bottom? Because they they needed someone to send JK home, Brooke. We talked about this. I know, I know. I know, but even if they, they did, they could have used Orgotic. Exactly, they could use Orgotic. Um, no, because they've already put him in the bottom once to show his vulnerability. They didn't even do that, Jarvis did. Um, regardless. He was um, already in the bottom once to show his vulnerability. They don't need to do it again. They had to put Neo in the bottom, too, to show her v- vulnerability. Now they're putting Fantasia in the bottom to show her vulnerability. Well, I don't think it worked. I think this look is fantastic. Uh, this was my second favorite of the week. I think it really, like, this is the most complete assi- answer to the assignment other than the obvious best look this week. Um, three dicks. I get it. Like, like I get it. I uh, immediately, Fantasia walked out and I'm like, yep, that's a sex worker in space. And there were two people that I got that from. So to me, that's my clear top two. I think Fantasia should have been high this week. Um... Granted, is it a little bit similar to what she normally does? Yeah, but at least it's different enough, and it meets the criteria for the challenge. And you got the thigh-high boots, you got the tri-dick going on, you got, like, the weird, spiky, like, Verka Serduchka headpiece, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> It's so Verka Serduchka, I hate you. <laughs> it's so Verka, oh my god. Right? I didn't even... Oh my god, I hate you. It's a good reference. That's a good thing. We love her. <laughs> that is going to be such a niche reference. And if you if you get it, let us know in the comments below. I want to be your friend. Um, like... Regardless, uh, I really like this look. I'm here for it. Jack has no clue what we just did, and I love it. I have no idea. I'm not going to pretend like I do. You're a 
Eurovision. Okay, great. Great, Eurovision. Yeah, no, uh, this is... Honestly, this is a pretty good look for the theme. Uh, I mean, were... Is it potentially simple? Yes. But then again, if you were a sex worker in space, you were going to wear the most revealing thing you can. This matches that. And it matches it really well. How this was in the bottom is producer Medlin and needing to show Fantasia being vulnerable and going into an extermination and killing it. That's the only reason this was in the bottom. Period. That's it. I just realized we're probably going to get demonetized for this. Oh, 100%. I, the I minute meant, we I, mentioned sex worker, it was over. Oh, yeah. I'm probably not even going to monetize this video, honestly. Or anyway, well, I mean, both would work. I mean, oh well. <laughs> and, oh well. Yeah, yeah. Make sure to subscribe and watch all of our other content so we can get some ad revenues. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, all the other episodes of Dragon List season have been monetized. So, Hell yeah. I'll take that. Um, on the topic of Fantasia Royale, gaga. Um, I thought this was cute. For me personally, I think I would have had Fantasia either third as far as high, high safe or just safe for me personally. Um, I thought the look was solid. It's simple, yes. Is it similar to things she's shown us so far? Yes. But to your point exactly, Jack, alien sex workers are not going to wear that much clothing. Like, if I'm imagining an alien sex worker, I'm not imagining someone in a, well, actually, no. I was going to say I'm not imagining someone in a full latex catsuit. But that's not the case. I actually would envision that. Anyway, um, I thought this was cute. This Verka fucking headpiece. I can't unsee it now. Thank you, Brooke. You're all um, I mean, the titties are tittying. The booty is bootying. And I'm not mad at this look. Scores. Okay, I was going to give it a 99, but I'm going to give it a 96. Because that feels more appropriate. Yeah, this is an 83. I'm going to give her an 85. Yeah, I'll give her an 85. Next up, Neo Hudu X. <sighs> this is so stupid. I like it a lot, actually. <laughs> I really enjoy this! Uh, this is my third favorite of the week. I definitely think Neo, like... I, again, we have talked about it. There has definitely been some Neo favoritism this season. Um, but the, the thing about it is it's never been, oh, Neo should have been at the bottom this week and wasn't. It's always been Neo should have been, like, safe, maybe low, but never been, like, in the bottom, in the bottom. Right? I really enjoyed the concept. I thought it was the peak of stupid, and I was here for it. Um... <sighs> And, you know, granted, like we said, their husbands of favoritism, I don't think this week was one of them. I think it was pretty fair across the board for Neo. Um, and to quote Fantasia, she out-tittied me. So, um, props. I actually really enjoy this. Yeah, no, this, this is just a good luck. 
Um, it's the the best way I can describe this is stupid. Uh, the for thirty thousand dollars, you can fuck my hip titty is something that I will remember <laughs> forever because, huh? And what? Uh, I I love I love this. Uh, I I I love this look. It is it is sexy but camp, and I think this is what they were trying to push the category towards. It was this kind yeah. of look, and they didn't realize that people had other thoughts. So uh, to be also to go off the uh, uh, hip titty of it all. Um, Having the boulets argue over why that was the, like why the hip titty. <laughs> I, I the the guest judge said because you get hit on the right and the back at the same time, right? Neo should have responded with that, but work good work for for the guest judge. How do you pronounce his last name? Not even gonna try it. His first name is David. I can tell you that much. It's not David Healy. Destomach Destomation. I don't know. Go go Google him. You'll find him. <laughs> but just try start trying to spell Dalmatian, and you'll eventually get there. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um a truly honestly, ten thousand dollars to fuck my chest titties, twenty thousand dollars to fuck my testicle titties, and thirty thousand dollars to fuck my hip titties is gonna go down as just one of the <laughs> most iconic statements. <laughs> That I think has ever been said on this show. I think it is honestly akin to um I was twirling and swirling. Swirling. And also grandmother bitch. And also teletubby toilet bowl. And also, I have not eaten meat for three years. Like it's all gonna go down. And as the winner. Yes. <laughs> and as the winner, yes. <laughs> like, if nothing else, this season is going to give sound bites we will remember and moments friends. we will remember. I love this. is my favorite thing Neo has worn all season. And I'm glad that we're finally seeing, and I'm going to say this with the utmost respect to Neo in, and this look. I'm happy we're finally seeing something stupid from Neo. Mm hmm. And this is just stupid. Well, people forget, like, we talk about the tenants of Dracula, right? The drag, the yes. horror, glamour of it all. Film, horror, glamour. Right? Yes, of And filth, horror, and glamour obviously are very important parts of the show. But the drag aspect, right? Mm. Showing up in drag, fine. You hit the criteria. But yep. part of drag is being able to not always take yourself super seriously. And I feel like a lot of people, when they get on these shows, forget about that. Um, which is also part of the reason I've been such a big fan of JK and Blackberry this season. I think they've both been able to, you know, be a little bit stupid. Um, so it was nice seeing somebody else be a little bit stupid this week. Definitely. Score. 84. Uh... 90. It's full for me. <laughs> Work, Diva. <laughs> it's so stupid. 
Work diva. For thirty thousand dollars, you can fuck my hip. My hip. <laughs> Next season, we better get a hip titty curse. Just, just the curse of the hip. Titty. No, I need a hip titty uh, floor show theme. I, I'm down for it. Make it the make it like uh, nine of a thousand hip titties. <laughs> Oh, God, let's move on to Cynthia Doll. All I'm going to say is this. You're wearing sweatpants on the stage of Dracula. Yeah. In the most blatant, like, green alien caricature of anything I have ever seen in my life. Granted, it's a sex worker, but, like... Talk about lack of construction and giving it a whole 1% effort. Um, I'm not even going to wait for scores. Broken cup, and it is borderline, like, invisible cup that never existed. This is my least favorite I have seen on Dracula in years. Oh. Yeah, this is just not good. Um, putting it lightly, um, the fuck is this? I, I'm so confused. Like, uh, obviously, it works. It works with the theme. Yeah. But the issue with it is that Cynthia could come out without the alien part, and the look doesn't change. Yeah. That's the issue. It was sex worker with alien tacked onto it. And this is a fucking theme park mascot. Like, in the nicest way possible, it is a theme park mascot. This is this is the theme park mascot. Theme park mascot on Pleasure Planet X. Yes. This is the theme park mascot for Jeju Loveland in Asia. I forget which country oh in Asia God. it's in. But... Not that. But, yeah. It's a real uh, theme park, everybody. I know. It's a real theme park. And, um... Yeah, no, this this fits the theme, but it shouldn't. Oh my god, Candy's Alien Judy. I can't believe you got on Dragula. Congratulations. Judy. Yes, bitch. You better work. Yes. Okay, here's the thing. Is the execution shoddy? Yeah. Logan, don't even. No, 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 no. Okay, no. It's not a good look. It's not... It's not a good look. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's a good look. Is the concept one of the most unique concepts we saw on this floor show? Yes. And I'm gonna give her props for the concept. Because I think the concept of online alien sex worker is a fantastic concept that I'm honestly surprised more people didn't do. And I think her approach to this floor show was actually really good. And I like everything happening face up. I think the makeup here is stupid and big and I love it. 
I like the ponytails. That's kind of where it ends. I like the sin nudes. I thought that was funny. The camp of this and the performance of it, I thought was pretty dang good. The look itself is green sweatpants. And I can't get behind that. And I'm not going to defend the sweatpants. Let me make that clear. But this had more concept than a lot of people on this floor show. And so I want to give her the props that is due for that concept. The road to broken cups is paved with good concepts. Um, I agree with you. That. And I think I think the makeup and the, the crop top with the sin nudes and the wig, I think, are fine. Um, sure. It was my least favorite <laughs> of the week. Mood. Actually, no. Orc was my least favorite of the week. Okay, but no one is thinking that Cynthia should have been saved. No. No, I know she should have been low. She okay. should have been low. Uh, th- I would think a majority of the judging this week should have been swapped around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it probably, honestly, it should have been Cynthia low, Orgotic, and we'll talk about it in the bottom two. Yeah. I don't even agree with that, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Scores for everyone other than Brooke because Brooke already gave their score. Yeet the cup. <laughs> Not this is, yeet a f- the, is yeet the cup a new score? <laughs> no, like the broken cup is the after the fact of the, the yeeting, right? You just yeet the cup. There's <laughs> active yeeting and there's post yeeting. <laughs> yeah. This is what <laughs> is this recording? Jack, please give your score. I'm going to go with 50 because the sex worker part is perfect. Yeah. The alien part does not need to exist with its look. And as such, you fulfilled half the requirements. I am also going to give it a 50 for those exact reasons. Oh, our dearest darling angel JK. Now, I'm going to be honest. I've been honest all episode. I'm not going to sit here and say that this look is good because unfortunately... Oh, it's not. Unfortunately, it's not good. And... (sighs) Why couldn't Jay have been good here? I know. Oh, just go ahead and say this. I don't like it either. I don't think it's great. I also don't think there are very many good looks this week. I think four of them, in my opinion, three of four of them were like below standard for me. Yeah. Um, however, was this in my bottom two? Absolutely not. Um, I think. Now, granted, JK's performance not the best. You know, debatably the worst. But comparatively to the other two looks that I would have put in the bottom, which were Cynthia and Orc, this is better than both of those. Um, I would have had Jay low. I don't think JK should have been up here. Um, because at least JK tried. Right, there was effort put in. There is ideas and concepts that are not just Cynthia as a sex worker with an alien latex suit underneath and orc doing orc and having no connection to space or sex worker, right? Like, I at least get a concept here, and that's more than I can say for the other two. Um, well, okay, I can say it for Cynthia, but it's not a good idea or anything. Um, 
Is the execution not the best? Sure. I think there's definitely improvement. I did really like the lips on the side, though. I thought that was really cute and like a nice little detail that added to it a little bit more. Um, Not my favorite look from Jay, but again, should not have been up in the bottom two. I really want to defend this look. Like, I really do. I think the makeup is nice. Um, and the concept is really nice. It is the classic gas station sex worker. And the concept of it being extra lips that you can kiss anywhere and will provide extra... Let's go with service. vacuuming material. Uh, Lip is service. Service, yeah. is a great way to do it. No, you, the, the worst part is you can tell where the NASA pump and dump sticker is placed onto the shirt. It isn't even ironed on properly. JK, what the fuck? Rhinestone the shorts. Make the shirt even better. Like, make the shirt... Even more garish. This is incredibly basic. And I, I just can't. The concept is great. The execution beyond the alien part is a fucking nightmare. I will t I will give JK credit though for cliffhangers in probably the funniest way they could have done it. <laughs> Agreed. Oh my darling angel. What I will say is I think the makeup is actually really good, and I think this is my favorite makeup from Jay this season. I think the makeup was great. It's just not enough, right? Like uh... And even the prosthetics, like, the prosthetics aren't that great, unfortunately. Like, if the prosthetics were better, it would be one thing. But unfortunately, the prosthetics just aren't better. And so I want to say, oh, this wouldn't have been in my bottom two. I can't say that, unfortunately. I wish I personally could. And I'm glad that some people wouldn't have put them in the bottom. I just... Ugh. Again, not my favorite look from Jay. Would have been low for me. But Valid. the other two were just... Valid. This is at least... A, uh, the other two were... Uh, you know? Valid. Um, this is going to well, get a 25 from me. Uh, I'm going to go with a 40. I'm going to give it a 47. And Finally. Last up, Finally. I saved her for last because I knew we would need to pick me up by the end of all of these looks. Last up, Blackberry. I love the way you say Blackberry. It's my favorite. Blackberry. <laughs> um, Blackberry really said, okay, all y'all thought you did sex worker in space. Let me show you how to do sex worker in space. Um, 
The second they said in space, I'm like, oh, Blackberry's going to do some really cool shit for this challenge, and it's going to be awesome, and it's going to be great, because Blackberry's the nerdiest hoe that's been on Dracula since Erica Clash, and I'm thrilled about it. Um, And this is just... It's Barbarella. Uh, it's got this, like, really cool edge to it. The extendable titties. <laughs> I'm here for that. Um, like... I'll be honest, this might be my second favorite look of the season, I think. Um, definitely the best Blackberry has looked on the stage. And honestly, I am so happy that we can finally say, yeah, Blackberry freaking did the damn thing this season. So, one, we have the most unique look of the night. Just... The only person to do a robot instead of an alien. How the fuck the the fuck was it work? I don't I don't think that even counts as an alien, but that's not the point. Um, this this is just stupid. It's it's over engineered silver and extendable titties that's all i can it's it's just good it's well designed it's perfect for the it's it's a it's a different take on the obvious thing and i'm happy we got it and i'm happy this is what won the episode par Par, 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 par. Par. Thank God they finally decided to pay attention to Blackberry. Now, if y'all fuckers send her home next week and it's not deserved, Boulez, I'm coming for you. Respectfully. Don't. Don't send Blackberry home next week thank you oh this is a the cindy the tv is leaking this yeah cindy the tv is leaking it's as simple as that duh <laughs> oh we're getting a duh hell yeah duh uh, can we can we can we go ahead and just get the the, the condola pop up real quick? Just just. Oh, I'm in the wrong one, but sure, I got you. Like, great. It, it's not like the traditional form of condola, but I'm just saying this is pure condola for me. Oh no, it <laughs> absolutely is, and I I understand and respect absolutely. I agree with you. Work. Per. That's that. We already talked about the cauldron, so we don't have to talk about it. I don't want to, yay. Woo. <laughs> and we find out that our top three, for some reason, actually, eh, I probably would have agreed with most of this, is Blackberry, Neo, and Throb. I think I would have agreed. No, mm -mm, mm -mm. no, I would have put Fantasia in the top. Like, swap Fantasia yeah. and Throb. For me. Yeah, swap 
Fantasia well, not necessarily the bottom tier, like bring put Fantasia in the in the top placement. For me, take Fantasia, put her in Throb spot, and move everybody else down one. Yeah, except for Blackberry. No, I'm gonna once again say what I just said, my darling. Oh, put Fantasia into Throb spot and move everybody else down. Yeah, got you. Got you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. But we find out our winner is Blackberry. Thank God. I yeah. mean, again, the one good thing in this duh. Duh. duh, 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 like, like clearest winner since J.K. and that lip sync. Honestly, um, honestly, duh. duh. And our bottom two, unfortunately, is Fantasia and Jay. How? The no, fuck? but whatever. No, this um, ex- again, this is like I this left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm gonna not gonna lie. Like because historically, okay, we could say all we want about Dragula and like fairness and all this other stuff. Traditionally, there's been very few times where we haven't agreed to an extent with the bottom two and bottom three. Right. Okay. I can't there's very few times. Yeah. But this is I this left a very bad taste in my mouth, and I'm not gonna pretend like it didn't. Wouldn't it make more sense? Wouldn't it make more sense? Yeah, literally. Wouldn't it have made more sense storyline wise to put Orc in the bottom two? Mm -hmm. But remember, Logan, they've already put Orc in the bottom one. I know. Which is stupid. Uh, Stupid with a capital S. T U P I D. Stupid. And and that part doesn't even work for me. I'm going to be honest with you. Because the only reason Orc was in the bottom is because they were placed there. Not because they were going to be in the bottom, but because they were forced to by a power. And they showed in that extermination that they were completely fine with it. So I don't even think that tracks. I think putting Orc in the bottom here shows their weakness... And then they just win the extermination anyway. Because realistically, whether it is Orc or Fantasia or basically anyone else in this cast up against JK here, the result is already decided before the extermination starts. Like, it's that's, that's the unfortunate truth of the situation. And with that, we... Uh, Anyway, we, we get for the episode. We get one of the most iconic exterminations I think ever. Honestly, I'm gonna put it up there, where Fantasia and Jay have to go through an alien birthing simulator. Cool extermination. I was here for the extermination. Yeah, I mean, we all knew who was going home, so I was just like, okay, let's just watch Jay for one last time. Yeah. But I have to say, the level of mothering that occurred in this extermination made me okay with the fact that Fantasia was, in my opinion, unfairly put in the bottom two. Because she said, I'm going to work today. I'm going to provide the children with iconic TV moments, such as and including laying in a metal tub while getting shocked 
with an alien birthing simulator, watching her titties flop to the side of her body and then continually flop back and forth to the side of her body. While screaming and mothering, quite literally. And then announcing, well, after this, you'll have to call me Fantasia Royale Mama. Icon. Icon, 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 icon. I would not have wanted anyone else in the bottom. Other, I did not want Fantasia in the bottom, but I wanted Fantasia in this extermination. Yeah. Simple as that. Honestly, it was... It, she was having fun with it. And that's all you could ask. I don't think she was having fun. I think she was giving a genuine reaction. And I think that was her genuine reaction. I think, I mean, hey, everybody copes differently with pain, you know? And I, I'm not going to hold that against Fantasia. I think Fantasia was being entertaining. <laughs> um, but the thing is, the thing I liked about this extermination, it was literally, you have to last longer than your opponent. Literally. Right? And if you both last out to the maximum time, then it's going to go based on track record, right? Yeah. So to me, that was part of the reason I really liked this extermination was even if it yeah. was like, even, okay, if Fantasia was not here, this would have been boring, right? But even if it would have been like traditionally boring, it wasn't boring, one, because of Fantasia, but two, because there was this much hope I had that Fantasia would quit before jk i love fantasia do not get me wrong she's been one of the very few bright spots on this season um but i had this much hope that maybe just maybe jk would make it through this um i had no hope jk was winning a season but i had like a little bit and then you know obviously that wasn't how it panned out but i am just happy that jk does not have to suffer with these people any longer um and only we do. <laughs> and I cannot wait for the reunion. That is all. And unfortunately, we lose our dearest JK in what I'm gonna say was a pretty iconic death scene. Yeah. Birthing an alien. Was it a birth or was it out the I'm or not... out the ass. It was a reference, y'all. I know what the reference I is. know it was a reference, <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out if they were trying to imply a dick joke from the backside. No, I think it was actually coming out of his ass. Okay. Then, yeah. No, I mean, it was fun. It was fun. I do and appreciate I mean, it makes how... sense with the extermination. I do appreciate how a lot of the... Um murders this season have been some sort of some sort of movie reference uh because a lot of the times there are but like this season it's in particular they've other than jarvis and even then that was like really in character for jarvis to die that way um i just think it's been really entertaining i honestly think well they also have shutter budget so i mean i can't they have amc budget they have amc budget so yeah they're gonna they're gonna do more i was gonna Um, say all of all of the exterminate or all of the um Death scenes have been really entertaining, except anaphylactic. You could have given her a better death scene. It was boring. I actually kind of enjoyed it. Oh, I hated it. Oh, I hated it. It was summarily spooky. I understand that. It was still boring. I think fair. You're entitled. You're entitled to your opinion. I know. Mm -hmm. 
And with that being said, we're going to get out of here because we're all exhausted after complaining for so long. So thank you so much for joining for this episode of the Boulay Brothers Dragula, season five, episode six. We'll be back same time, same place, probably a different permutation of human beings to talk about the next episode of Dragula, where half of these bitches' storylines are gone because JK got exterminated. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe to the channel here and subscribe to our other two channels for almost all things reality TV and almost all things Eurovision. Uh, make sure to follow our socials, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Cup Pod. You could go follow the three of us as well. Links in the description below. And if you scroll a little bit further down in the description, you could go get your merch, including but not limited to the Cup Mug. Look at this and pretty, pretty mug. It's, it's so a beautiful nice. mug. That's, Look that's at tink. them. Buy it. Buy the listen, fucking mug. Listen to that tink. Does not sound great. And with that being said, cheers. 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 And as one drag artist falls, another rises because somehow JK just knows Dawn. I love that. Abora. 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 Abora.